Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If your bank calls to take a survey and you're cheating, hang up. It's War of the Roses on KDWB. I heard something that I'd never heard before, and apparently this is a maybe a criteria that women use when they're looking for guys. And there are four points that women look for when looking for a guy. I want you to listen and tell me whether you think this is the stupidest thing or whether you subscribe to these four things. But first, let's meet Blaine. Good morning, Blaine. Hey, good morning. Hey, thanks, thanks for being on. So uh, let's start with your story here. And why you want to do War of the Roses, the test on Christina, to see whether or not she is going to pick you for a couple's outing or not. And we'll get to that part in a second. So what's give me give the kind of the backstory of what made you want to be on War of the Roses. Yeah, so I've been seeing Christina for about four months. Um, I really like her, and I really think she could be the one. Um, she's great. We, uh, But there, this happened um, yesterday. Um, I was at her place and I was taking a nap and I woke up and I heard her giggling on FaceTime and I basically kind of overheard her say like the only six Blaine has is he makes six figures. He doesn't have a six pack of abs, no six inch, you know, in the pants and he's not six feet tall. Jeez. Okay. then she went on about this, like, rule of six, six feet tall, make six figures, six inches down there, six pack of abs. And, um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's really unfortunate, you know? Because, like, I just, I feel like that's how she sees me now. Like, when we first started dating, you know, like, she offered to go halvesies on things. But then, like, it seemed like as she learned more about me and kind of, like, how successful financially i am like she kind of stopped offering to pay for stuff okay yes and i felt like that was like you know i felt like it's fine you don't mind paying for things for her you know i I recently gave her um like a thousand bucks she was going to vegas with her girlfriend she didn't have any money so i was like here's a thousand you know have some fun um i also gave her like 500 bucks to go to lake tahoe she was going skiing so like i like you know helping her out and i like you know paying for things but um, I don't know. It just seems I don't want like her to be going after me for the wrong reason. Well, that's you know? a, that's not. It just sounded really disrespectful. Yeah. I mean, if she's on the phone and girls and guys do talk about their partner to their friends, mm-hmm. I don't have any doubt that Susan will talk to Terry and say, "Yeah, Dave is like whatever, laying on the couch, and he hasn't worked out lately, and he's put on whatever." And I'm sure that guys do that too. But it just seems really disrespectful if she's on the phone with her friend talking about how there's a rule of six. What yeah. were the six? What were the four parts of the rule of six? I know one is six figures. What were the and I know what were they again? Yeah, six feet tall, six inches in the pants, and then six pack of abs. 
All right. Well, I'm going to only tell you, I've only got one of those, and I'm not going to tell you which one. <laughs> I'll be honest. I've never heard of that before. Maybe I don't hang in shallow groups of women like this because I'm going to be honest, she's starting to sound extremely shallow to me if those are things that she's looking for. But we all have our standards. Okay, but let's be honest. We all have our standards. You would not date somebody who was chronically, habitually unemployed. You would not date somebody who, uh, I don't know. Of course I mean, not, but these are like extreme standards. No, they are. You can't expect someone to have, well, you could probably expect someone to have a few of them. Yep. But it's just like, you can't help how tall you are and how nope. well endowed you might mm-hmm. be. Nope. So it's like, I just think that it's a shallow thing to have a checklist for. I agree. And you heard her talking about this and you felt like just really insulted because she was laughing about you. That would hurt me right there. It's like, okay. I mean, I I guess you could say a better way to look at it would be like, you know what? He doesn't make a lot of money and he might not be six foot tall, but I love him anyway. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, oh, Blaine, he's like, you know, he doesn't make that much money and he certainly doesn't have a six pack and... uh, but I love him anyway. That would be okay if she's discounting all these things. But when she's right. saying, yeah, Blaine doesn't have this. He doesn't have that. Ha, ha, ha. But does she act like she likes you, Blaine? I mean, you, yeah, you spend money and she likes you when she wants something. But does she like you when you're not doing things for her? Yeah. I'm, you know, she really seems to like me. You know, like I said, we get along great. We laugh a lot. Like going to the Wolves and Wild Games. Um yeah, so everything's good, it's just but that remark of you know the rule of sixes, it just like I said, it just kind of definitely feels to me like she's just really noticing my income more than other aspects <laughs> or lack thereof, I guess. You know, I've never had anybody who was interested in me for when I didn't make any money, they didn't care. Mm-hmm. When I made a little bit more money, they didn't care. They might have noticed. But they didn't care. Nobody was like, oh, well, let Dave pay for everything. I've had male friends who have been that way. I've had more male friends who are like, let Dave pay for it. He makes more than I do. And that sucks because you'd go out to dinner and you'd sit there at the Benihana and your friend would be really trying to take their time to fish out Mm -hmm. their wallet or they'd pull out like, you know, their credit card and they'd be like, hey, can I do part on a credit card and part on a check? And I'd be, bitch, just let me get it. <laughs> so, all right. Here's what we can do. Blaine, we can call uh, your girlfriend, uh, Christina, okay. and we can uh, set some sort of a trap for her. Yeah, I'm going to offer her a couple different, like, kind of couple outings. So we do, like, a wine tasting or a mini golf course. I think axe throwing is one of them, and we'll see which one she decides to go with and okay. who she picks. And then more more importantly, who she picks. Yeah. Because if she picks you, which she should, I mean... I'm really impressed. You and, and you don't even seem like you're doing it to impress her, but to send her to Vegas with her girlfriends and you don't want her to be like, I don't have the money to eat, I don't have the money to gamble or see a show, you gave her a thousand bucks. Which I'm going to be honest is a bit of a red flag for me right off the bat. Why? Because, wh- because why is she going on these trips if she doesn't have the money? Well, I think that she went on the trip. <laughs> I'm, I don't want to I know, I don't finish the story. Start, yeah. But I mean, if she goes on a trip and she she's like, oh man, I'm going to, and I've known situations like this. Like Carson's going to go on a trip with his buddies and he's only got $40. Well, $40 is not going to get you much. If you're going to go to Lutz or Spirit Mountain for the weekend, mm-hmm. $40 is not going to get you much here. I'm going to give you a hundred. Now you've got a hundred and forty dollars. So uh, you just want him to have a good time because you love him. Of course. All right. We're going to come back in a second. We'll make the phone call. 
to your girlfriend, Christina, and we'll see who she wants to go on the couple's outing with. Then we're going to get the opinion from Jonathan Fogel on what he thinks about this one. And also, as a bonus, um, uh, we're going to ask Jonathan Fogel something that came up on the Minnesota Goodbye earlier. Are they cheating? Let's find out. Part two of Board the Roses starts right now on KDWB. The rule of six is something that I've never heard of before, but it's fascinating. So uh, if a guy has these four traits of six, he is a catchable, keepable guy. Six figure income, six inches in the pants. A six feet tall and then six pack abs. Okay, how realistic is that, though? There's plenty of guys that have one or two, but I mean, having all of them? I mean, sure, it's probably not uncommon, but that's the standard for Blaine's girlfriend. For Blaine's girlfriend. I would say not many people, though. (laughs) Okay, so Blaine overheard his girlfriend laughing about him and saying, yeah, Blaine's only got one of those. He makes good money. So now Mm -hmm. Blaine is worried that she only likes him for the six-figure income. I would be so self-conscious after overhearing a conversation like that. We're going to call her and find out who she chooses for a couple's date, Mm -hmm. whether it's Blaine or some guy who's got the other three sixes going for him. All right, we'll do that in just a second. Then we'll talk to Jonathan Fogel from Fogel Family Law, get his thoughts on the whole thing. Let's make the phone call to Christina. Thanks for doing that, Christina. Like I said, I have some fun outings I can send you on, so I'm going to give you a few choices here. We have axe throwing, mini golf, and then a wine tasting. So do any of those sound good to you? Oh, um, axe throwing sounds so awesome. I'll do that one. Okay, of course. And like I said, you do get a plus one with this. So who would you like to take with you? Um, I will, I'll take um, Michael Awesome. Um, I mean, I don't mean to pry, but if this is like a romantic relationship, the wine tasting is a little bit more of a favorite with most people because it's kind of intimate, kind of quiet. You have more time to yourselves. The axe throwing is great. I'm not saying anything bad about that, but I think the wine tasting might be better. Are you thinking you still want to stick with axe throwing or maybe do wine tasting? Yeah, okay. I'll switch to, I'll switch to wine tasting. That sounds really fun. Yeah, you and Michael have such a great time at that. Mm, here's, yeah. yeah. Here's the problem. Uh, the wheels come off at this point. Uh, there's no wine tasting. There's no axe throwing. There's no survey. There's no uh, customer satisfaction. So they, it's a trap. And um, I I'm have to so... admit, yeah, I know. I have to admit I'm part of the trap. Uh, my name's Dave, and I work at KDWB. And that was Jenny from KDWB. Ooh, hello. And we were doing a fake survey only because we wanted to find out who you would want to do a couple's outing with. And and the funny thing is you chose Michael to go wine tasting with. Um so yeah, what's the point? Well, the point is um I think a very valid one is is Michael was the wrong choice in this situation because Blaine is listening in to this phone call because Blaine wanted to see who you would choose. Blaine and you heard her choose Michael. Yeah, who is Michael? Christina, who is Michael? Wait, yeah. I'm so confused. Yeah, I know. He's Thank been, and, and rightfully so, he's been listening the entire time. We are on a radio station. There's no real survey. It's a trap. 
But you chose Michael to go wine tasting with rather than Blaine. Well, I mean, Blaine, you don't even drink. So, like, why would we go wine tasting? Okay, well, then why didn't you choose axe throwing? I did choose axe throwing. I did choose axe throwing. Okay, but then you changed it to wine tasting. Well, because you don't drink, but fine. We'll do, we'll go, we'll do axe throwing. Fine. Are you kidding me? Are you joking right now? Yeah, I, I'm, not go, I'm not going with you anywhere. You just you chose another person. To Are go wine tasting with because you don't drink. But if we're going, if we're going axe throwing, then we'll, fine. We'll go together. Now you want to go because you're caught. You, you cut. You pick somebody else. I, caught and now what? you want to switch Nathan's to plan? Now you want to you switch don't to even, you, I just don't get it. You don't drink, so why I does it matter? Cannot believe this right now. I'm kind of triggered. I'm a little bit triggered because let me tell you, that argument reminds me of somebody that I used to date that you they could argue and they were such a good arguer. Mm-hmm. They should have been a lawyer because, hey, hey, lawyer, Jonathan, how are you? I'm good. How you doing, Dave? I, I was telling Bailey, I said that I used to date somebody who they were so good at arguing even when they were clearly wrong. And I used to say, I can't out argue you because you're such a good and she said i'm a good arguer because i'm right and i'm like i don't know what to say (laughs) so how are you jonathan i'm good how are you guys good say hi to bailey bailey is here jenny is down uh, drinking up savannah georgia for a bachelorette party oh good Uh, for good for jenny yeah (laughs) watch for watch her on instagram you don't know what she's going to get up to at jenny kdwb Jonathan is here to uh, give us a couple of observations from War of the Roses today, some advice, and then talk about what he can do for you with mediation and services and support and custody and all that. So let's start off. Where do you want to start this week, Jonathan? It's all you. Well, oh, wow. Well, I would start with, you know, this this rule of sixes was certainly interesting to me. I've never heard that before. I hadn't either. Yeah, I mean... I'm not going to comment on any more than that, but I, I understand. Heard it before. Um, but it did remind me of a story of uh, people living up to certain criteria. It reminded me of a situation where a husband, uh, I had a situation where a husband would give his wife a list at the beginning of every month of all the things that she needed to do that month. Ew. Now, this list would include things like, what types of clothes she had to wear. Oh, my God. How many times they had to have sex and even what type of sex they needed to have. <gasps> Wait, there's different types? <laughs> I thought, I, okay. Maybe I'm not even going to touch that one. Baby. <laughs> write that down. There's check into different types. <laughs> he's, he's making a note. <laughs> okay. I'm going to guess that didn't go over very well. It did not go well. Well, I mean, it was certainly a, a, a extremely abusive type of relationship. Yeah. But I'm really not making light of it just just pointing it out that these things about criteria that people have can be taken way too far i think you need to be a little bit more tempered in those things a lot of people negatively commented said you know what you need to get rid of her mm-hmm. uh they don't like her they said she is the definition of a gaslighter uh somebody else says i can't believe that you're still dating her you date her for four months you've given her fifteen hundred dollars already um, and um, she seems disrespectful, a sh- entitled sugar baby, baby, and if he needs a new one, I'm available. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, 
I don't have a crystal ball, but I do not see this ending well for this gentleman. That's no, no, apparently not. <laughs> so what yeah. can what can what can we learn from either this or something similar, Jonathan, that you've experienced? Well, so I was focused more on the income piece of it, like you just mentioned, this idea of him giving her all this money and 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 you know how that works out because I get a lot of questions when people come to my office or they sit down with me for a consultation and they ask me about well. If I earn the money, why do I have to give my soon-to-be ex half of it? Or if the retirement account is in my name, don't I get to keep it all? Yeah. Right? And so the answer to that is no, you don't get to keep it all. And, yes, you do have to give half because in Minnesota, the way it works is if it was earned during the marriage, it's a marital asset regardless of whose name it's in, regardless of who the one was out working, and it has to be divided. Okay. So, but and but so, if you if I'm worth a hundred thousand dollars, then I get married. Then that hundred thousand dollars that I've already earned is technically mine. Yes, with a few caveats, but yes, for 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 the general answer, the answer is yes. If you bring money into the marriage, that's going to remain non-marital. Does not have to be divided. Same thing with that's Grandma's house. That if Grandma let you know, like willed me her house in Edina, and I get a big, beautiful, like nine hundred thousand dollar house in Edina, before I got married, that's still my house. Yeah, even if it's during the marriage. So there's certain oh. characteristics of non-marital property. One of those is inheritance. So if you inherit a property during your marriage, that is yours and does not have to be divided. Now, what I tell people, though, is that if you inherit something, whether it's money, a house, something else, keep it in your own name and don't commingle it with other marital assets. Otherwise, it's like mixing blue paint and red paint and then trying to unmix that. Oh, okay, good analogy. Gotcha. So, All right. Yeah, so that would, that's what I would tell people. is, And people get surprised by that. They Like, what do you mean? I was the one out working. I'm like, yes, but Minnesota looks at it as a partnership. doesn't matter who was the one working. You're both contributing to the marriage. So when Susan's dad died a few years ago and she got a couple hundred thousand dollars, is that all hers or asking for a friend wait god that didn't oh, work oh, oh. Um, no you so started out that way i know <laughs> is it is it all hers or is part of it mine it would all be hers if, uh, you know, again, god. if the money is directly to her from the will it's all hers okay jonathan uh yeah. talk about mediation for a minute because i know that you offer like you know divorce and services and you do custody and support and if people are not paying your support or their support for their kids or they're violating the visitation you can help with all of that but mediation is a little bit of a different animal. In a lot of cases, it's better. Talk about mediation. Yeah, so people can hire me as a mediator, right, where I, I, I come in and I help sit down with both the parties, right, and try to come up with an agreement without ever having to go to court. Now, a judge still has to sign off on it, but what we do is we sit down and we talk through the issues, and using my experience, I help them to understand what their – uh, what might be a good resolution for them before they even go to court. We can deal with things, everything, custody, child support, parenting time, divorce issues, spousal support, all of that. And it's a better way to do it without having to each hire your own separate attorney to fight each other. Julie and I did that in Phoenix when we were talking about visitation with Chase, and Chase was 11 years old, and I thought he's old enough to come out here, mm -hmm. so I don't just have to go there. And she didn't want him to come out here because she's terrified of flying, and she knew that the plane would crash if uh, he was on it. Mm -hmm. So we mediated, and it was a little testy, but we did we absolutely got it worked out, and it absolutely 100% helped, and we didn't have to stand in front of some judge making the choice for us. Yeah. 
And when I tell people, mediation is not easy. You got to roll up your sleeves and be willing to, you know, make some concessions and, and work together. Going to court is the easy part. The problem is it's way more expensive and usually doesn't turn out the way you want it. <laughs> okay, good to know. Jonathan Fogel is on FogelFamilyLaw.com, Fogel, F-O-G-E-L, FogelFamilyLaw.com, and you can check out his mediation services, or you can check if you're initiating a divorce or having custody issues or visitation issues, Jonathan absolutely can come to your rescue and help you out. Find him at FogelFamilyLaw.com or this phone number, Jonathan. 612-822-6244. Okay, very good. Jonathan, have a great week. We'll talk to you next week on War of the Roses. All right, you guys take care. Nice talking to you, Bailey. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.